<sighs> the comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. This is a HeadGum Original. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. A wiper is a wiper, no matter where you try go. A filter is a filter, that's what I frame. Jeff's ass is a mound, I'll grind it to the ground. And Riley, oh poor Riley, just wants Jeff to stop talking about his own fucking ass. But this pod is not a cast, it's an improv audio. The mirror is 47, I fear soon he'll be in heaven. The business won't be the same without him. It's just a podcast. Just a podcast. Without him. This song is dedicated to Amir Shmuel. Rest in power. 2002 to forever. That came in from Andrew Sir from Carrot Snatch Vlogs. Uh, he said, just wanted to lay this down, this little ditty for my two favorite review-based podcast hosts. I'd love if you could shout out my YouTube channel, Carrot Snatch. Also, I have some friends in the LA area. Do you think you could pick them up from LAX to meet them? Pick him up from LAX sometime to meet them. Uh, absolutely not. I, mm. I, I don't even pick up my closest friends from LAX. I, I would be more likely to do it than Jeff would be. Um, was that a Muppets... That parody? was a Spongebob parody. Oh, uh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Yes, yes, yes. No, that makes sense says, now. The attached file is not a virus. It's a theme song. <laughs> Amir is 47 and soon he'll be in heaven. <laughs> Name a truer statement this week. I, that's the truest thing I've heard all week. Um, d- so Daniel Rashid did an episode of Atlanta. It's so good. It's the third episode of the fourth current and final season. Y'all should see it. But um, he plays a really like mediocre, bad white rapper. And he was rapping at a high school and they wrote a rap for him. And one of the lyrics is, I'm old school, like 2005. If you older than that, you're probably about to die. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so that's a reminded me of that. But that was really gorgeous. Um, it was really moving. I didn't know Amir was born in 2002. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that's crazy to learn because he is like, he's like 
nearing retirement. I thought you had to wait till he's over the hill for sure. It feels like but he it doesn't ages make sense. differently. It's like you know how dog years are what seven to one or something. Yeah, I feel like his is like pretty similar to that. Probably five to one. That makes sense because it's like if if he was born in two thousand two, then we're technically older than he is. But it actually it cancels out because he is like no, he's like up there. Yeah, and if it is five to yeah. one, that means that he's a hundred. <laughs> if he's born in two thousand two. Which feels about right in terms of brittleness. Oh my god, yeah. I worry just seeing him walk to like the headgum fridge. I feel like his ankles are gonna just snap. It's it's like I don't want to offend him because it's like obviously I want to help him be like, do you? Well, no, because it's like I want to like offer him an arm, be like, do you want some help? But then it's like I don't want him to make him feel like incapacitated or like infantilized. So that's like the line of like where yeah. do I need to step in and help, and where do I need to just kind of be like I gotta let him feel like he still has agency. Do we feel like it's good that he still drives? Oh no. Yeah. No. Even no, if it's like a definitely. piece of shit like a Mazda, like I feel like he shouldn't be behind the wheel for sure. He should not be behind the wheel, like for his safety and for everyone else's safety, because when you have someone that old and that like senile behind yeah. the wheel it's like it's having a drunk like, driver i mean people absolutely. forget that cars are weapons you know and um i don't know i just i really really fear for him and his and, and we're saying this because we care about him like we're not just like oh amir is old and he sucks it's like it's because we really like we just we we really really care about him and we yeah. want and he does him. suck we should say he does like i just don't that doesn't but that's mean I don't not care because about he's old. Exactly. He sucks otherwise. He was sucked when he was yes. 18. But um, <laughs> yeah. I, that, that doesn't negate caring about him. You know, you can care no. about someone who sucks. And, uh, um, you know, Marty's kind of similar in that way. I care about you. And I want to know how your week has been because I care. This week's been awful. But it's been, <laughs> uh, this, this is, we're about to do some comedy. So it'll get better. That's good. You've been very, you've had a lot on your plate. It's. Yeah, more, more personal career. Way too much has gone on this week. You're smiling with your mouth, but your eyes are so sad. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, after this, I don't have any work to, or that's not true. I have to finish, I have to upload the HeadGum Podcast, and then tomorrow we're recording the HeadGum Podcast, and then that's it. And Oh, that's and then good. I have an eye appointment. Oh, okay. They're going to squeeze my oil glands like, um, like, um, like, uh, like a, like a, like a cheesecloth. Ew. What's that? Um, how are you? My week's how been great. Week? My week's been really good. So remember uh, how last yeah. week I was like, Daniel's gone for a month. Um, his schedule got moved around. So he's been back, uh, since Monday, he leaves Sunday night, um, because everything got moved around with the storm. Yeah. Um, and so he's been home, which is nice. Getting some work done. <sighs> but I'm really excited to be here. And to do some comedy. Long pause, right? Um, Pain behind the pause, I feel today like. Today we're talking about something that's kind of revolutionary. Not really. Not going to lie. <laughs> it's kind of changing the game. It's changing the tide. Been around for a while. Been around Currently for a while. changing the game? I feel like it is the game. I said changing the tides, and that was such a good pun. That's good. Tide to tied go, to go pens. pens. What about tide to go pen 15? So it's like specifically for So it's pen fifteen, emissions. but everyone just kinda has uh stains. Yeah. Instead of class. <laughs> Instead of class. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna be late. I have a stain. Like you have math? Nope. Um so Jeff, tied to go experience. 
I definitely have used it. I feel like it does usually work. Not on everything, obviously, but no stain remover works on everything. I definitely think it works as well as a pen could. Because other pens would probably cause a stain. Does that make sense? Like a, an ink pen. It's the only pen I know to be true that when you rub it on clothes, <laughs> it either does nothing or removes a stain instead of for sure adding one. Right. So you're just thinking about that comparative to like a Sharpie. Yeah, well, that'd be that'd be bad. Especially that if it's like bad. a light colored garment. Um, I think it's. I actually do, Daniel owns multiple Tide to Go pens, and he keeps them around, which is smart. I always think to get them, but for some reason, whenever I go to Target or somewhere to pick it up, they're always out of stock. Well, so I'm like, that, that's it's not the time for me. Singing their praises in terms of be, the stock being low, that means people love it. They can't get enough. That's of true. It. I do remember watching the In the Heights movie. Um. The one that John Chu directed Wild with transition. Anthony because they definitely had a Tide to Go sponsorship because literally the amount of moments where it's like the character would be like, like there's a stain and someone would be like, oh, let me get my Tide to Go insert shot on the Tide to Go wiping out the stain. I am not kidding. It is fucking bananas. It is amazing. And That's it's like one really of really funny. It's really funny because I think they tried to be as subtle as they could be, but it's like this is a this film is a yeah. product placement for Tide to Go. I feel like TV has it's product amazing. placement. Why the hell? Do, that's crazy. Also, what it a... It is so funny. Wasn't that a studio and it's like, movie? Yes. And but the way they talk about it, I, we need to... If you ha, you, y'all need to look at it. I think it's on HBO and Max in the Heights. Look up. There is definitely... It's when... Van, it's like Usnavi gets a stain on his shirt and Vanessa's like, let me help you. And she's like, this will get the stain out right away. Like, it, they almost put like copy in the... That's insane. It's crazy. They did that in New Girl with the Ford Focus, but they like were self-referential about it in a fun way, as fun as it could be. This That's just felt so out of place. It's they insane. Also, when was in when did when does In the Heights take place? Like the nineties? Like no, it's like present day. I mean, it can I think the musical came out in like like two thousand nine. I can mm, be wildly okay. off, but like um. But anyway, I I think Tide to Go does work. Um, I haven't used it in recent memory, but when I do, I do remember I've been seeing a lot. I actually saw a lot of reviews that the smell is odd, and mm. it is. It's not a great smell. It doesn't smell like detergent. You like would detergent think it usually smells, smells like pretty good, it, and it does not. Ew. Well, should we <laughs> get into it? Let's do it. As Paul Hollywood says, I don't like that. <laughs> I don't know if we're talking about this on the pod. If any of y'all watch Great British Baking Show, there was one moment, I think it was in the premiere of this current season, that Paul Hollywood took a bite of something and just goes, I don't like that. <laughs> and it is the, I, right, I've Paul, been like, saying talk it about non-stop. what you don't like about it. It's TV, so we have to make it interesting. Mm, I don't like that. <laughs> Got it. Uh, your audition was so much different than this. <laughs> it kills me. It's just so childish. It's like a little boy. I don't like that. Yeah. Uh, do you want to start us off or should I? I'd love to. Okay. Um, this is nah. the Tide to Go three pack on okay. Amazon. It's from Alexandra D. Alexandra uh, D- Dumpy. <sighs> I sent Jeff a TikTok of a frog named Dumpy. And, and it starts off with a guy like, you want to know more about Dumpy? And I, was, and I immediately turned it off. I was like, no, I don't. I got it. I got your whole thing and I don't need more. No, I, I know quite enough about Dumpy. Yeah. So it's from Alexandra Dumpy, five stars. The title is Take All of My Money. 
unknowingly cut yourself while shaving and then accidentally turned your bed sheets into a crime scene? <laughs> Wearing a white jersey to a baseball game with heavy drinking and poor decisions? Thought that white jeans and loaded nachos weren't going to be a bad combo? These are all real-life examples I encountered within a week of ordering Tide to Go pens, and I never knew how much I needed them in my life. No stains, and it fits in a small purse. Just give them all your money. You won't regret it. Cut. Uh, yeah, Alexandra, <laughs> I know this is like a real people, not actors thing, and we love that you love the product, but we really only have like 15 seconds of this spot, and five of that, or not five, but I don't know, at least two has to be the title card, where like a VO thing mm-hmm. will say, Tide to Go, you know, find a target. So if you okay. could just make it a little less specific and also don't don't say give them all your money because that's going to feel like people are being sold to. And you got it. Oh, so, um, I do have a quick question. Um, so, yeah, no, let, uh, let's just let's just go. Let's all just right. go for it. I, I, it. I think I got what you mean. And action. Are you ever in the car and you're driving around with a hot mug of coffee in your hand, but your boyfriend is like, maybe you should put it in a to-go cup. And you said, no, I'll keep it in a mug for the environment. And then it spills all over your pants. Good thing you have tied to go. Don't give them all your money. Cut. that For your reference, that was 17 seconds. So like you only mentioned tied to go in the last two. And so that means if we were to air that take, tied to go wouldn't even be mentioned. It'd be you talking straight to camera oh, about how you drink coffee from an open mug in a car, which by the way is crazy. Uh, let's do it again. Less specific. Mention Tide to Go as much as possible. Action. I carried Tide to Go in my purse. One time I went to the Hollywood Bowl to a concert. I got a little bit more drunk than I had planned on getting, and I spilled a strawberry margarita all over my white jeans. I own 17 pairs of white jeans. Good thing I have Tide to Go. Don't buy it. Cut. You, 25 seconds. Don't own that many white jeans. You just said specifically don't buy the product that you're trying to sell. You told me to tell them to not, you no, told no, me no. to not say to give them your money. Which is true. And uh, it's not either or. Uh, okay. Would it make you feel more comfortable if we gave you some copy to read? I mean, like I said, I'm not an actor. Like you hired me for like a real people, not actors. Right. And so I work at a nonprofit. I'm happy to be doing this for you guys. I mean, like I'm doing you guys a favor by being here and like I'm really excited to be part of this. Um, so I guess I'm just kind of confused, uh, yeah. Lawrence, about like why, like what the vibe is you're looking for. I feel like I haven't been given much direction other than to say to not give money, which feels like besides the point feels like bad direction on your part. Sorry, no offense. Uh, no, that's totally fine. Um, just talk about your experience with the product for five seconds. Keep it very okay. nonspecific, but pause. Five seconds. And then talk about why you love Tide to Go and that. People should buy it, but not spend their entire savings on it. Action. Okay. okay. Um, a, my friend's parakeet bit my nose. I bled all over my white jeans. I used Tide to go, and it cleaned up a good amount of it, surprisingly, for just like how tiny the pen is and how much blood there was. Um, spend as much as you think is necessary on it. Don't spend too much, but like it's kind of a pay what you can. Cut. It is not. Pay what you can. It is $7.49 per pen or for oh, okay. three pack. You don't have to mention the price. Uh, and also, don't choose an example where it didn't get the entire stain out. Action. Oh, my God. Oh, um, one time, I was in the kitchen making a stew. And the stew was brown because it had a lot of beef in it and i put the heat on too high and it was gurgling 
splat, splat, bubbles were popping, and it got all over my white jeans. Tide to Go got out the stain on my jeans, but I actually forgot to put it on my shirt because I didn't realize I was wearing a, a, a white shirt as well. And so it didn't work too much on there because it just it waited too long. But the jeans, it fully got it out. It's seven forty nine per pack. Cut. 40 seconds. I, let me just try something. What? Do, how long do you think a second is? Can you just count to five for me in what you think a second is? Five seconds. Absolutely. Yeah. One Mississippi. I'm on the Mississippi River. Got it. Okay. Um, let's just just say tied to go. I love it. It works. Very simple. Can you do that? Yes. I'm. Sorry. Am I doing something wrong? Like yeah. I feel like. I, oh. Oh. It's a 15 second spot. We hired you because your audition was tight. It was perfect. Well, maybe just do what you said in your audition. All right. I don't know, like, if that was edited or if that was just the 15 seconds that you did. So, action, do what you did in your audition. Just do what I did in the audition. Yes. Okay. Um, spill lemonade on your pants. Turn that lemonade into a good day by using Tide to Go. Cut. That was great. That was amazing. That's all we need. No, I don't think you should use that one. What? Are you My talking heart wasn't about? In it. I want to feel good about it too. My face is on here now. And so I want to feel like I'm is... like my passion's in it. And so it's like if I, I feel like my heart isn't in it, yeah. then I don't feel good about the spot going out. Does that make sense? It's like that we're collaborators what, on this. What gets you out of the room feeling passionate with what you just did? Another take. Cut to the aired commercial <laughs> and what they ended up using. One time, I was at a lemonade stand, cut to me, five years old, selling lemonade for two cents a cup. By the end of the day, I was worn ragged, sweat dripping off my brow, lemonade staining my white jeans. Cut to 20 minutes later. It's a girl! 30 minutes later. And on my graduation day, I was proposed to. Now, you'd never think a girl like me with a PhD and a fiancé would get tomato sauce all over her shirt. Cut to two and a half hours later. Yeah, uh, we don't usually comment on the commercials, but that was a feature film. Also, the game ended 45 minutes ago. Broncos won. Cut to living room with a bunch of guys. Are kidding me? I'm never buying time to go. One guy crying in the corner. No, it's just like they don't make commercials like that anymore. Come on, man. You getting soft on me? No, it's just like I haven't felt this way since I saw the Budweiser commercial from 2007 during the Super Bowl. That was 30 seconds. But it had a journey. It had a beginning, middle, and end. It had stakes. It had heart. It had real characters that you'd live and die for. And so it's like... Remember in Act 4, where she had to go up against her boss at the nonprofit, and she was going to get fired if she didn't work overtime for no pay? That was crazy. I didn't... I stopped paying attention after Act 3, because I realized, holy shit... You stopped paying attention? Yeah, because then I was like, holy shit, this isn't a three-act structure. This is going to go five or six. That's what you were upset about? You weren't upset about the, about the emotional manipulation from her boss, who was a Miranda Priestly type? No. I was upset wow. that I missed the game. Wow. You know what? I'm not, I don't have to take... He drops nacho cheese on his pants. I don't have to take... Oh! 
do it. They cheer as if the Broncos won. <laughs> I have a new yeah. hobby. My new hobby is cleaning my pants. <laughs> Laundry is sports to me now. Uh, let's take a quick break and come back with uh, a review fitting for the season. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Alf, how is your social battery right now? Empty, depleted, 0%. Absolutely. It can be easy to ignore our social battery and spread ourselves too thin. I know what that feels like, a mix of work nonstop, but also wanting to have that work-life balance and see friends. But then when do you sleep? It. I, I'm being facetious, but no, it, it, is, um, it is very hard. You so know when like, your you know, phone dies and it's like... Yeah. It's like... Oh, don't worry. Like you can still like emergency like finding the phone and like yes. your cards are still available. Yes. I'm lower than that even. Perfect. Well, therapy can help give you the self-awareness to build a social life that doesn't drain your battery. So famously, Alf and I have both been in therapy for a long time. We love it. I really can feel like there are some times when it's just my schedule is very busy. Speaking of busy schedules. And I there are some weeks that I've had to just like put off therapy for a couple weeks and I really notice it. I really notice not being able to have that time for myself every week to really just like stay to the union what's going on and get tools to help better um, move through that. Yeah, we all notice. Sometimes I just call Daniel and I'm like, has she skipped? Did she skip this week? <laughs> if if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I cannot stress enough how I think everyone, if they can, should be in therapy. Um, and BetterHelp is entirely online. It is designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. And that is so important because you want to be in therapy with a therapist that you feel connected to that you feel like you have a good relationship with that you can talk through things in a way that works for you right i think i think it's great and i always love it find your social sweet spot with better help sorry i'm gonna take that again daniel find your social sweet spot with better help that's betterhelp.com slash review review today to get 10 percent off your first month of therapy that is betterhelp h-e-l-p.com slash review review thanks better help CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Uh, I think we're back. Oh, okay. I mean, I guess I can do that. <laughs> this is five stars of Tide to Go, obviously. From whom? This is from Carid. Carid? Yeah. Carid Op. Carid Op. Five stars. They're so easy to use and so good for white clothes. They're effective for oil, dust, blood, etc. Um, okay. Uh, 
Listen, at Shark Tank, we love to take just about every idea seriously. But um, I think, uh, right, other sharks, we're going to need a little bit more information about what kind of specific things it can be used to clean up. You said blood. A lot of stain removers don't really target blood. Can you give us a little bit more of what you were thinking? Oh, yeah. Well, that was. I also said oil and dust. So if you get any, like, if you're ch- changing your oil and you're, like, yeah. Chevy... You can obviously get that out. Oil is also really difficult to get out of things, so that's kind of why mm-hmm. we're better than the other leading brands. Uh, dust, obviously, getting stuck in white socks. Uh, mm. You can get it out with, like, a little scrub and then, you know, just wash it right after. And then yeah. if there's, like, a ton of blood on the floor that you kind of, like, slip and fall into, um, you can get that out for sure. Well, listen, I mean, so what kind of percentage? No, 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 I don't <laughs> think we should go to that yet. Um, I'm a little concerned. Uh Martin, you said slip and fall into blood. I, I just just for uh, the consumer. Are you worried about th- margins? Is that what you're asking? Well, yeah, I've actually no, no, no. We're not worried about margins. Okay. It sounds uh, we all are thinking. It sounds like a crime scene. It sounds like you're talking about you're able to clean up after a crime scene. Well, that is not where my head went. Sorry, um, but um, two people on this panel can attest that sometimes there's a lot of blood around, specifically around clothes. And it happens more than you think, aka once a month. Am I right, Lori? Oh, you're t- that's very inappropriate, but yes, you are right. Right, okay. Oh, you're talking about periods. And other I'm- big piles of blood, yeah. Anything. Right. It so doesn't matter how it accumulates. It doesn't matter how it accumulates. Blood is blood. At the end. Yeah, blood is blood. I'm not saying that blood is blood. Are you seriously still weirded out by not- menstrual cycles, man? No. Because oh if you God. are... You have some real soul searching to do. Am I right, Lori? You have some real soul searching. Yeah, we are not together on this, but you do have some soul searching if menstrual blood freaks you. I'm not talking about that. Maybe I wasn't clear. Pulls out a white shirt, tons of blood on it. It's like soaking wet. It looks burgundy. This was originally a white shirt. Oh, my God. Puts it on the table. clearly a murderer. This contestant is clearly a murderer. Okay, so you're saying every period looks... Ew, I bet... Is that what you say to your wife? Is that what you say to your wife? Oh, it's a crime scene down there. No, obviously that's not what I say to my wife. Because she doesn't bleed that much. Well, some of us have a heavy flow. That's not... I don't care. I'm saying this man has killed someone. I really don't like the violent language you're using. Murdering the pussy or whatever. Like, no, it bleeds either way. It It doesn't mean that you, like, did anything really good in bed, Mark. Also... I guess that's all I had. I just kind of want to demonstrate. I didn't say that it was murdering the the pee. I said that based on what you've brought today, it seems like you're incriminating yourself. Whose blood is that? What do you think? I'm stealing oil? I said changing your own oil. I'm not talking about that. You're talking about tripping and falling in a pool of blood. No one bleeds that much. If you bleed that much, you die. So whose blood is that, first of all? You don't look like a menstruating person. I could be wrong. But the way you're talking about it is very inappropriate. I'm talking about, like, murdering the pee. And so I just want to know, whose blood is that? It's my wife. What I want to know is what kind of percentage you're looking for, because I'm willing to go 60-40. I'll take that. Um, It's my wife's. He murdered his wife. No. Yes. No. That's all you have to say? No. No. It's embarrassing. I have a menstruation kink. And so my wife, Mark, can't believe I'm having to say this on national television. 
tries to bleed as much as possible. It's gotten to the point where it's the only way she can finish. And it gets often all over my white dress shirts because she has a thing for risky business. And sometimes we marry the two in bed. Okay, that is why the shirt is dripping blood. And that is why I invented this incredible product, mind you. Who's in? Who's not? Mark, it doesn't matter what you offer me. You're a kink shamer. You hate women's cycles. No, I don't. I do not hate women. And I do not hate menstruation cycles. I already said I was in for 6040, so I feel like we locked that in or no? We locked that in. in, but let's do 120 for 20. Okay. This is insane. This is insane. Me, 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 me and my product, me and my product. Cut to home with his wife. So don't leave me hanging. How'd it go? We got $120,000 for 20% (gasps) of the company, but. Oh my God. But what? I don't know if it's going to (laughs) air, but I did sort of have to explain that I wasn't a murderer. But that we just sort of have this sort of thing in the bedroom. Oh, they they saw the shirt. Yeah. Was it? Did Mark Cuban think you were a murderer? Yeah. Did you explain to him that you're just murdering the pussy? Well, I would never use that language. I know that that language turns you on, but uh, you know, outside of the sexual space, I would never talk about women or uh, you know, the vulvic anatomy that way. I'm so glad that you never talk about women outside of the sexual space. That makes me so happy just as your partner, as your wife, as your lover. It makes me so happy to know, Ian, that you would never talk about women outside of a sexual space. Of course. And yeah, so we got $120,000 from Laura. I mean, um, one uh, of the uh, sharks. Uh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Finger up to his lip. Uh, uh, uh. No, no, no. You know what happens. Uh, your next review? Uh, yes. Hold on or a second. I'm deciding. Hold on. Okay, I know which one to use because that was another blood one. All right. This is three stars for the three pack from Joanna P. Joanna Paynes. Joanna Paynes. Three stars. Title is Works at First. Smells like vomit shortly after. I really don't understand the chemistry of these. They work really well at first, and after a few weeks, they smell like vomit. Literal vomit. It's embarrassing when you don't realize, use it, and then it smells like you threw up on yourself. I thought at first I cleaned up a vomit stain and with it and caused this, but every Tide pen I have owned has stunk really, really bad. I read on the Reddit thread that people even get yellow stains from these. Luckily, I haven't experienced that, but the smell alone is enough of a turnoff. I'm looking for a new instant stain remover because this is just such a nasty smell. Justin, um, I'm I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Uh, to do this because I've been so looking forward to meeting you and you picked such a great spot. Um, but I just want to let you know that it's like, I'm happy. I'm more than happy to rain check this. If you're not feeling good. What do you mean? You know, I just, I, I think you are so great. And we get, we got on so well on great, Hinge. So let's um, go to the table. I would love to, but I don't know if it's, if it's, if you're, if it's a good time for you. What makes you say that? I feel like, is it, is it my outfit? 
I'm sorry. I just no, thought you I'd look go with something great. a little interesting. Instead of no, just your boring. outfit's amazing. Okay. I, I really, I love that color on you. Did, did I um, say or do something? Is it, is it that I was like a minute and a half late? I, I really no, pride myself on being No, you were perfectly on time. You look amazing. I mean, you're, you're just so wonderful. But you, um, I mean this in the kindest way possible. And I'm doing it in the way that it's like, I want to help you, not shame you. Of course. Um, you smell like you threw up. And so I just want you to know that if you're not feeling great, feel like you need to go home, we can do this a different night. And that is totally fine. Because I spit up? So you did. You did. I did a little. Sometimes I've asked reflux, and sometimes I kind of <sighs> like a baby. Oh, but um, you spit up like a baby. Yeah, but um, you saw my message on Hinge saying I have like an eight-inch cock, right? I did, and that's like such a big reason of why I came, right? Um, because I am so looking forward to that, right? What is a hindrance to the evening, though, is that you spit up like a baby. Okay, and so that's. I think I, I... This is the first time anyone's ever said anything. Cut to prom. <laughs> Justin, this is the best night of my life. Slow dancing with you. I feel like a princess. Me too. <laughs> Sorry. Kiss me. Come um... <laughs> back. No one's ever said anything about it? Not really. I mean, uh, yeah. I'm just so handsome and jacked and hung that I think, I don't know. People just kind of look past my faults. And (laughs) honestly, Sharon, if you can't look past my one fault, I don't know if I want to do this. And I'm kind of glad I know this now. No, no. I'm. Uh, this isn't like a fault. This isn't a personal failing of you. I just, have you ever tried to get help for it? Hell yeah, I'm just going to go get help from a medical professional for my acid reflux. Come on, let's go sit down at the table. Well, I, I, I don't know if I feel comfortable sitting down. And I'm really torn because you do have an eight inch dick. And that's really appealing to me. But on the other hand, you have spittle like a little baby boy. And so that's what makes the pull really hard. I mean, does this happen a lot? It's not that often. (sighs) Sorry. But, like, I hadn't done it for, like, six hours. So, like, you know, that's only, like, two to three times a day. I don't understand how you don't see it as a problem. I've lived with this my entire life. So, you know, I guess maybe And you it's haven't just, tried to fix it. I don't know. I guess it's just part of my daily routine. I mean, like, some people struggle with acne and some people don't. Some people have, like, bad eyes. Some people have crooked teeth. And you learn to live with it. You learn to manage it. That's why I bring a bit. Oh. I'm sorry. I, I hope I didn't make you feel shamed or uncomfortable. I don't feel shame often because I'm really confident because everything else about me is perfect. Yeah. I I guess maybe I could look past it. I don't know if I, mean, I can I'm, look past this, honestly. I'm not a shallow person, I swear. It's just that when you spit up like a little baby, it smells. And 
that has nothing to do with your character. I mean, you're so good looking. You're the hottest person I've ever seen in my life. I'm the hottest person I've ever seen. And here's the thing. The deterrent really is that you're a baby. Does that make sense? Only in this one specific regard, Sharon. Like, I can't stress to you that I have a six-figure salary. And I honestly do a lot for the community. Eight-inch cock, perfect jaw. My clothes are incredibly tasteful, but also interesting. And if you can't look past a little spit-up, then I think let's call it a day. Slash call the valet. You valeted your car? Classy, right? Can I at least see it? (laughs) Cut to her at the valet stand. It's just like a really good, (laughs) solid sedan. I don't know. I think sports cars are a little ostentatious. But I could afford it. so right. Nice knowing you, Sharon. And uh, (laughs) I hope the next person who spits up that you meet and maybe date, you treat with a little bit more, I don't know, respect. I'm really sorry. I-, I wish you nothing but the best, and I would have loved to have seen your eight-inch dick. Oh, come here. Goes back <laughs> on the sidewalk and shows her. <laughs> Blinding. Cut-, cut to him in prison. <laughs> <laughs> All the other inmates, ew. What? <laughs> He's a baby. No. He's a little baby boy. Uh, all right. Uh, I have one more review. Yeah, please. Five star review or five stars from Big. Or sorry, BFG. No. Big Friendly Gall. Big Friendly Gall. Five stars. So it's Ryan, but he's like nine feet tall. <laughs> That's way too gall. Um, buy the three pack. It's a better value than the nine pack or whatever. (laughs) Christopher, as your tutor, I can't explain enough that this, this is the issue. It's the basic math thing. It's not like the lack of charisma, whatever. Like, obviously you're a class clown, but I cannot, I don't think you're ready for this test tomorrow. And I'm going to need to tell your parents. Um... I don't understand what the problem is. I feel like um, I'm going to ace this or whatever. First of all, you're going to need to try. You need to put your heart into it. But obviously, you're not going to ace the test if you think a value of a three-pack in this, if this equation is worth more than if Billy buys the nine-pack. What number is bigger between three and nine? Whatever. Three. Right. No. No, Christopher. It is not. So I know that your parents hired me to make sure you pass this test because if you don't, you're not going to be joining the the varsity basketball team again. What? And so I'm going to need to tell them that you haven't been trying at all. Fine. Which is bigger, nine or three? I asked you that and you already said three, which is wrong. So it's nine. Yes. Christopher. What? Can you even look me in the eye? (laughs) My eyes are here. Stop looking around the room. Just land on my face. 
Christopher. I don't care about math, all right? I want to be a fucking engineer. Right, and that's exactly why you need to care about math. What does math that's have to do with en- gears? We see oh a bunch God. of steampunk stuff in his room. <laughs> gears are aesthetic. Cut to me with his parents. All right, uh, Mr. and Mrs. Brown. Um, listen, Chris, your son is a great kid. I don't mean that. I feel like I have to say it to all the parents. Your son doesn't give a shit about anything. Well, he likes other than- gears. He likes steampunk. He thinks he wants to be an engineer, but all he knows is the steampunk aesthetic, which is just gears. Well, yeah. Um, he has time so to what's, learn, right? What's the You're the, we, that's why we hired you. I pride myself on being the best tutor in the tri-state area. That's what we were told. That is what we were told. Um, yes, and that is my reputation. That being said, your son is past the point of any kind of help. He does not know that three is not as big as nine. And he doesn't care, I don't think. All he says is he wants to look aesthetic. So maybe, I don't know, is the problem just what kind of crowd is he running with? Does he have any friends that might be lowering his IQ in any way or being a bad influence on him? Well, he's been going to this steampunk club. They have a steampunk club? Yeah, it's like people dressing as gears. Cut to the steampunk club. Hey, Christopher, nice gears you got. Thanks. Mine's a three-prong. Mine's not, oh, damn it. Yeah, mine's four. Why damn it? You look sick as hell. You look so aesthetic and steampunk. Wait, so four is bigger than three? Everyone's looking around. (laughs) Yeah. And what's bigger than four? Five. Only five. (laughs) Cut back. (laughs) Right. Um... Listen, I know he had his heart set on the varsity basketball team, but I don't think his grades are going to cut it. He's failing almost every class except for AP Lit. He's very good at English. Then let's foster that. I just, can you just, we hired you. We pay you a lot of money. Can you just make sure he knows numbers? I'm not even talking about calculus. How hard could that be? One. And two, he doesn't need to be the best. If he's the best at AP Lit, he'll follow that. And if he wants to dress as a fucking cog, I'm sorry, but I'm going to support my son's dreams. And if that makes me a bad dad in your eyes, then you might, we might have to find a different tutor. It doesn't make you a bad dad. I just know that you hired me to get his grades up with the consequence being he can't play basketball Just wh- put it in terms that he understands. <sighs> Cut to the next session. So hey, I, Christopher. So I, I just learned that five and up, whatever that means. Is bigger than four. Yes. So if I have a, um, yeah, if I wear a gear that's like twelve, <laughs> I could show up, Peter. Yeah. Um. Let's expand on that a little bit more. If Peter shows up wearing a thirteen gear outfit, oh, I don't know what that 12. means. And that's it's, actually well, right. four times three. Gears. <gasps> oh my god! Oh my god! That's <laughs> it. <laughs> To Christopher presenting like a Nobel award winning engineering like thesis paper and to present an excerpt from his incredible uh, research on American engineering. Welcome, Christopher Brown. Uh, there wasn't much to it, really. Uh, it was just um, 
you know, how many pronged gears go into the next? Uh, and eventually we turned up with this sort of tourbillon movement for, uh, you know, automated uh, factory lines that is ultimately eco-conscious and um, all that good stuff. Um, can't Tell speak- us about the gears! Uh, there's a lot of them. Yeah. Um, ultimately, yeah. there's got to be like, God, in the, in, in the in one piece of machinery, and you can obviously jerry-rig these all together and kind of daisy-chain them. Um, there's anywhere from like 1,200 to 4,600 gears. Yeah. Which 4,600 ultimately is like four times. No, not four, but uh, it's more than 1,200 for sure. Yeah. Thank you, guys. going crazy. I've earned this. Wow, we've never had anyone this excited about engineering ever yeah numbers <laughs> yeah yeah right you guys Gears. you guys get it i don't have to tell you <laughs> that's our boy both his parents are in like bad steampunk outfits <laughs> my son got me this <laughs> it's a five gear <laughs> he has a grill of gears if anyone out here who's listening to this podcast enjoys steampunk, just forget you ever listened to us referring to an outfit as a gear. It is a gear. Um, that is like a fourth review bit. Truly, it's just ge- gears. Counting and gears. Um, should we do our last segment? A fourth review bit. It's a guy only knows how to count. As it relates to gears in steampunk. <laughs> What's that fuck that clock movie? Benjamin Button? No, the Hugo. Hugo. <laughs> I guess one last scene cut to him watching Hugo and he undoes his belt buckle. Blackout. He never married, but he had his gears. <laughs> and he had an eight-inch cock. <laughs> um, it's more than seven. Should we do our last segment? Let's. This should be all long. You have a new celebrity crush. Yes! You were very excited. Drew Barrymore, see? <laughs> Listen. <laughs> Fuck S.E. Cup. <laughs> Drew Barrymore is on me. I want to move to New York. I want to move in with Drew. I want to be her sugar baby. And I want to be there for her emotionally and physically. I think I'm exactly what Drew needs. Maybe not in perpetuity, but for a year or three, sure. And then we, yeah, go to fancy dinners. And yeah, uh, I satisfy every need of hers emotionally and sexually. While all the while, um, standing in the audience of the Drew Barrymore show, like Olivia Wilde at Harry Styles concerts, and reaping the emotional, physical, and financial benefits of knowing Drew through and through Barrymore. I want more of Barry. Okay. So what triggered this? I just see clips of her on her show and she seems so open and uh, she is her. You know, she's her. And uh, you can't help but be drawn to people like that. She is her. And um, she is her. She dresses great. She's sexy as heck. 
and uh, what's that? Tech. I don't want to come on too strong about Drew, just in case she you did. just said you want to fulfill her every need emotionally and sexually. So I think you can say hell instead of heck. True, I don't think that's true. Very more. Drew, 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 <laughs> Drew. That's true. That's true. <laughs> no, I just. Drew. Drew. I'm in love, I'm in love, I'm in love, and I don't care who knows it. Drew Barrymore, if you're hearing this, um, my name is Jeffrey, I'm 24, <laughs> I've got an 8-inch cock, and uh, I'm a really good listener. <laughs> and a five is bigger than four. <laughs> um, so stupid. And I love Gears. No, I, 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 do, I do have a huge crush on her. I thought you were going to say, no, I do have a huge cock. <laughs> I do have a huge cock, but... Uh, <laughs> It's no, kind in of, all seriousness, I do have a huge cock. It's not worth it to have that sword unless it's Ugh. doing the chore of... Ew. <sighs> no. Shouldn't be a chore, Finishing right? her. Ugh. Finish her. Finish her. <laughs> and she, yeah. Anyway, no, I love Drew. <laughs> what's been shaking you? <laughs> oh. What's been shaking me is just... Kindness. No, I just a uh, little thing, but it just shook me. I just went out to lunch with um two buddies of mine, and um one of them he is just like his love language is so clearly gift giving because literally every time I see him, he brings some sort of trinket or thing that he made as a gift, and it's it's so sweet. And during like lockdown, like intense lockdown, he would drive around to our friends' houses and just drop off little gifts. Like he he's just the best, and so. I, I go to this cafe with the two of them and one of my friends, it was her birthday a couple days ago. And so he gave her like a whole bottle of pre-made um, old fashions with like an espresso vanilla syrup, like just so insane. And then I'm like, oh, that's such a good gift because I also got her like a bottle of champagne for her birthday. And then he pulls up behind his back. He's like, I thought you might feel left out. And so he made me a whole jug of like this like citrus mixer, like whole thing that he made. And he's like, you can put that over with sparkling water. You can put that with alcohol. Just like, it's just so thoughtful. And I'm like, damn, like, it's just, just really, that just was very, very sweet. And just different. I don't know. I guess love languages is what shook me because his love language is gift giving. Um, And I get really emo uh, when I'm with Dana because mine is quality time. And so the fact that he's back for a week um, unexpectedly, that really shook me. That's sweet. Emotionally. What's your love language? Um, in order, it's physical touch, words of affirmation, quality time, acts of service, gifts. Nice. I never want a gift. Except you love giving gifts. As like a bit. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I guess that's a love language. I like giving gifts, yeah. Yeah. Um, should we give the gift of thanking our VIP? Let's do it. Big thank you to underscore Christian side hug so he can hug two people simultaneously. Ah! A mommy! Wait a second. Dakota just had trouble wiping this week. Get it together, dude. Agent Michael Scarn. Aggie! A co versus the volcano. Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan work tirelessly to quell a co's boiling hot magma rage beneath the surface. No, it's never contained. At this point, I can't tell if Daddy chose Tuesdays or if Tuesdays chose Daddy. It's just, well, me. 
Austin's now a proud member of the Lego VIP club, which is like the Mile High Club, except I've never had sex. Bob, Ben is reminiscing on the finale of Sleeper Hit, The Comeback, starring Lisa Kudrow. If you know what this is about, please become... Bob Buell, Sausage King, Sausage, Sausage King of Chicago. Cam is spozy. That's spooky and cozy because it's October, baby. Chuck. Connor Finnegan's rage is Connor Finnegan. It's Connor Finnegan's strength. And Connor Finnegan. I'm starting over. Connor Finnegan's rage is Connor Finnegan's strength. And Connor Finnegan, Finnegan has been very strong recently. So you're just pissed. Yeah. Curvature on that grind. That's right. Grave and fine. That's nothing. Damien Kirk wonders if his innie is also a sad, lonely incel type with notoriously shitty shoulders, but it worked. Don't look now, but James Wagner's behind you and kind of looks cool as shit. <laughs> Fancy Octopus is, according to Echo, submissive and breedable. <laughs> Gray's done. This is over. I eat spaghetti and heat balls. It's like spaghetti and meatballs, but instead of noodles, I eat the sun. I'm Riley Anspaugh, and have you ever heard of this new show, The Office? You know, John Krasinski's kind of zaddy. Jake Ullman. Jay's actually in the U.S. for a bit now, and this whole time zone thing might work out this week. Jeffrey Games. Jeffrey's evil but playful twin. <laughs> Jesse Tipton. Joe, and for lack of a better term, well, Malazov. John Daniels. Mm, I feel like it's a trap. It's just his real name. Jewel Embiid feels, felt like an outcast at the last party, so hey, uh, I'm going to go die in a lake. Caleb is too busy to come to the phone right now. Please leave a message after beep. Beep. Casper about Casper. Lord Hunter the Ordained. Lucas Heinzel. Michael Beggle. Money, money, money. I'm flush with Cat <laughs> from all these Patreon sims. We're famous and more important than you. My what shook me is that I started IT crowd, and let me say Richard Iwood, Iwood, I don't know I'm pronouncing that right, would and can get it. Nate Porteous has a birthday soon and can cry if he wants to. Happy birthday, Nate, new patron. Nolan Murphy could stand to lose a few kidneys. I'd prefer him on dialysis. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, hi, Mark. Well, priest. Peter Peter, pumpkin eater, had a wife but couldn't keep her, well, happy. (laughs) (laughs) Buff Riley. Raven Schmaven. Review Ritu, so it's this podcast plus sequel. Reese using insurance money to support you fools, Berkman. Smoking time on Main Island is closed for the winter, and Jameson Ponce has to come up with a new, with new funny original names now. Smooth Pete and his band that had its initial success and is now in its commercial years period, the Corbin Bowl Players. That's nothing. TJ Michael. And Vinyl Richie. So it's Lionel Richie, but he has an extensive record collection. <laughs> he probably does. That's just Lionel Richie. <laughs> um, Patreon.com forward slash Riley and Jeff. Uh, you can also finally follow Riley on Instagram at Riley Anspa on Twitter at Riley Coyote. Uh, Jeffrey on Instagram at Jeffrey James and on Twitter at Jeff Boyardee. Thank you. Sorry, thank you so much for listening this week. What's that? No, she's like, thank you. I'm just thanking them for listening. So oh. like, Boo. Yeah, that's, yeah. It's a really big Negroni that you're drinking. It's good? 4 p.m. somewhere. It's 4 p.m. here. Right. It's music. <laughs> um, we'll see you guys again next week. Thanks for listening to this episode, especially, I guess. Um, <laughs> this, one, no, this one was huge. <laughs> I mean, gears. What else is there to say? Gears! Uh, and we'll see you guys again next week. Arriba there. Chee! That was a HeadGum original. <laughs>